Well, the first thing I'm going to say is for every year a company delays leadership development, it costs 7% of their total annual sales. That's a big number. Then I'm going to go back and I'm going to say that most organizations and only 47% of people who move into a leadership role have had any training. So then you start thinking about those numbers and you think, I'm going to go into leadership. You're not going to give me any training. Okay, maybe I'll do well, maybe I won't. So then that's an added number on top of that 7% because some people are going to make it and some people aren't. And then another number is that 63% of people, employees in organizations today are thinking about leaving because of bad leaders. So you take those three numbers and you start really looking at how does this impact uh, the P&L of an organization and you realize there is a huge gap uh, when leadership is not at its best within an organization and there's not trained leaders to move into those uh, roles and responsibilities. Imagine what it would feel like to work with a team of people who communicate and collaborate in a way that achieves winning results. Your team shows up to work excited and motivated to help you grow and succeed in business. And not just when you are there. When you take a vacation or need to step away for an emergency, you know your team has got your back. You have great trust in their ability to move forward without you needing to provide direction. Welcome to the Leadership Culture Club podcast, where we dive deep into leadership, business culture, and creating high-performing teams. Whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur trying to hire your first virtual assistant, a first-time manager, or a seasoned executive, this show is tailored to help you build a thriving leadership culture that drives success. I am Nancy Michelli, a seasoned engineering leader with over 25 years of experience, and I am excited to share my passion for transforming organizations into high-performing teams. So I invite you to join me for valuable insights and inspiring conversations. Hit the subscribe button now to get notified as the Leadership Culture Club podcast drops each week and embarks on a journey of transformation towards becoming an exceptional leader. Together, we'll redefine success and create a culture that fosters growth, engagement, and achievement in your organization. Hello everyone, and today Karen Colligan is going to share her insights into the leadership pipeline and why this is really important to renew your business, to make sure that you increase productivity, performance by setting your leadership team up to be their greatest version of themselves. So a little bit on Karen. Karen is a leadership expert who is on a quest to equip new and advancing leaders to leverage their uniqueness, unleash their leadership power, and become the leader only they can be. Karen founded PeopleThink in 2000, and the name says it all. She has never wavered in her belief that people can do more and be more if they choose. Yes. Karen, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. Nancy, thank you. And thank you for inviting me. Thank you. 
So Karen, I'm curious, what was your journey that led you to create People Think? Yeah, you know, Nancy, you gave such a good introduction and, and, and kind of talking about, I'm, I, you, you know, my my journey, if it was, and and I'm thinking to myself, who is that woman? No, it's me. Uh, and and so as I was going through my corporate leadership work, what I really did was I focused always on people initiatives, how to attract, how to develop, and how to retain top talent. So when it came time for me to start People Think, I thought, well, I get to do what I want. I want to have an impact. And, and what can I do with that? And so I decided that I was really going to get strong and focus on leadership development, which I love watching leaders be able to move from point A to point Z or point D or wherever they want to go. And then taking that and looking at that from a team perspective. So if I, we've got great leaders. How are those leaders going to, going to build those high performing teams? And those are the two areas that we have focused on at People Think. And it's been, you are correct. It's been a journey since 2000 and it's been really joyful. It's really, really joyful. I am so in love with the concept of helping people step up into leadership roles and move them on their journey. Mm -hmm. um, because for me, I've always found that part of my role as a leader was to train the next person to replace yes. me yeah. so that I could go on to do other things. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I've always had this philosophy. So I'm curious, great teams start with great leaders. And why do you think it's important for organizations to jump in and actually invest and train to develop their leaders? Yeah. So, so Nancy, if you think about it and you think about what is leadership development, it's really taking the talent you currently have and how do you move that and, and educate them and um, upskill them so that they can take on roles so that just what you reference, other leaders can move on and continue to grow the business. If leaders can't move on, then, then there's nobody to take their role and they don't have a succession plan. What's going to happen? The business isn't going to grow. So leadership development is critical to any business that wants to scale, any business that wants to grow, and they need to have a bench strength ready to go and, and move into those different positions. And as we know, leadership development is a set of competencies, Nancy. It's just like, well, if I'm a great engineer, engineer, or I'm a great uh, attorney, or I'm a great marketing person, there's no correlation that you will be a great leader. So if we don't train our leaders up front, and we put them into a position of, okay, you're going to be a leader, oh, we're not going to train you, you're going to do fine. Maybe they will, and maybe they won't. And that's a big risk to the business. It is. And, and one of the things that I see, right, coming out of COVID, a lot of senior people who were in that mm, I'm post retirement decided, you know what, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. And so it left this gap. Yeah. And now corporations have to figure out how to quickly pull yeah. people up this organization. Now, one of the things you just said is leadership is a skill based on competencies. And one of the misnomers that I hear is that everyone can be a leader. But what I feel that makes the, the challenge in it is that we just assume they can be leaders as opposed to developing them. Yeah. So I'm curious, when you think of moving people into that first level, that first tier of management of leadership, what types of things on the pipeline do they need as skills? 
Yeah. Well, they, they need multiple skills, but, but let me back up for a minute here, Nancy, because when I start thinking about working with organizations and we talk about, you know, bringing the leaders through this, this pipeline, what has to happen first is the lead, the organization has to really believe that they're building a leadership culture and that they recognize what's going to be important for their leaders to, uh, learn and what competencies do they need to have for their leadership model. We have so many leadership models and, and you and I've talked about this a little bit before. I mean, if you look at the consultants, if you look at private sector, nonprofit sector, the government, everybody has a leadership model. What's really important is that an organization gets very clear about what their leadership model is, and then they can begin to build the structure to grow their leaders into that leadership culture. So it has to start from the top because if it doesn't, and if it just starts midstream and the, the senior leaders are not on board, what will happen is nothing. And, and it won't become an element to recruit. It won't become an element to onboard people. Leadership development is a way to retain people. Um, you know, career development these days is really a hot to, uh, to topic and people want to stay in organizations that are going to um, uh, encourage them to continue their their career journey and their learning journey. And if they don't, then they're going to begin looking in other places. Yeah. So leadership is really uh, what I heard you say is starts at the top. They need to have the vision. They need to own that this journey is something that's really important in their company. And that if they don't, this can have a huge financial impact on their company. What are some of the costs of not investing in leadership in your in a company. Yeah. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is for every year a company delays leadership development, it costs 7% of their total annual sales. That's a big number. Then I'm going to go back and I'm going to say that most organizations and only 47% of people who move into a leadership role have had any training. So then you start thinking about those numbers and you think, I'm going to go into leadership. You're not going to give me any training. Okay, maybe I'll do well, maybe I won't. So then that's an added number on top of that 7% because some people are going to make it and some people aren't. And then another number is that 63% of people, employees in organizations today are thinking about leaving because of bad leaders. So you take those three numbers and you start really looking at how does this impact uh, the P&L of an organization and you realize there is a huge gap uh, when leadership is not at its best within an organization and there's not trained leaders to move into those uh, roles and responsibilities. Yeah, and as you expand that, right, you started to talk about um, that 63% of people are looking to leave because of bad leadership, right? The cost of just one base employee leaving at minimum wage runs around $6,000 just for that base employee. And as employees move up into leadership positions, now you're looking at one and a half times their salary. And when they get to be really senior, right, you're looking at several 
um, times their salary. The cost impact yes. of that is huge to the bottom line. Yes. For me, one of the other big things is when you don't have a good leader, right? You're not getting the most out of your team. You're not engaging right. Right. your team. Right. So as you consider a robust leadership pipeline that allows for renewable growth in the organizations, how can organizations use this pipeline to increase engagement and empowerment of every level in the organization? Yeah. So what what I you know we're talking about is the numbers and and and, and they're big numbers and, and and then I've also talked about the fact that uh, employees are really looking at their employers to uh, help them on their learning journey. So career development now is really really a hot topic. So employees want to learn and grow when organizations invest in that learning and growth what happens is there's going to be more opportunities less people are going to leave and to go back to your your numbers about turnover i mean those numbers are big and they're ugly and there's a lot of zeros at the end of them nancy and and so you know if you develop people they're going to be more engaged, they're going to feel more empowered, and they're more likely to stay. And the last thing an organization needs is institutional knowledge, institutional knowledge to walk out the door. And so it's really, again, goes back to what is the basic of human need. People are curious, people want to learn, people want to grow. And if you invest in me, then you know what? I'm probably going to hang around a little bit longer than I might before. And organizations cannot afford the amount of people who are now walking. Yeah. So I want to go back to one of the earlier questions and see if we can dive into this a little bit deeper. Okay. But as organizations move somebody into that first leadership role, what are some of the common competencies, especially for an organization who hasn't figured out their pipeline, yeah. that they need to start working on? They need to invest in yeah. first off with their people yeah. before they step into that position. Yeah. So what what I always think is the first bottom line is there has to be some self-awareness. So there has to be some assessment work done by the individual. And people have to begin to think, what am I great at? What am I not so great at? And then where are my gaps? And then what happens when you have a leadership model in place, what you begin to look at is in this gap fold, where do I need to grow and what do I have to do in order to get to that? So some of the leadership competencies I think of right off the back is interpersonal skills slash emotional intelligence. Uh, no matter how smart you are from a technical perspective, whatever your expertise or discipline is, if you cannot connect with human beings, you cannot be a leader then you are a manager. You're checking the box and you're telling people what to do. Big distinction between those two. So effective communication, interpersonal skills. You have to have emotional intelligence. You have to be able to read a room. You have to be able to not only be self-aware about yourself, Nancy, you have to be self-aware about others. You have to have in the head, I mean, we have to be smart. We have to understand the trends in the industry. We have to be leaders in that perspe perspective. And I talk about heart. You have got to have a heart as a leader. And if you are not willing to be empathetic, collaborative, adaptable, mm, you know, 
I don't know how well you're going to do. And, and, and when I think about like the basic lines of what is important for a leader, you know, you have to have vision, you be able to set the tone, you have to be uh, strategic. How are we going to grow the business? You have to be able to inspire people. And these are learned behaviors that people can learn along their journey. So, you know, those are just some, I mean, I could go on and on, um, but it gives people a flavor that, um, you know, it's really important to do that self-awareness check first and then check it against your leadership model within your organization. And, and I'll go back to what you said. And, and it's one of people thinks mantra mantras, be the leader only you can be. And we have to own who we are and we're going to have similarities to other people. And at the end of the day, I am who I am and I want to be proud of that. And I want to put some uh, development op, uh, uh, capabilities in place so that I can be the leader only I can be. Yeah. So a few of the nuggets that resonated with me, like one of the things that I used to struggle with because I came from that engineering background is I would spend too much time in my logical brain yes. and not enough time in my heart centered uh, brain. And it wasn't until years later that I found kind of some of the right tools that helped me understand what it was I need to change. Because often I get told, yes, you need to be more like this. But I'm like, how do I do that? Like, what do I do? And I remember taking all kinds of training and stuff to that effect, but it never seemed to land until I found like the right model for me yes. to hear. Yes. Um, so I'm curious, what are some of the models or the assessments that you use and that you prefer to help people gain awareness yeah. of themselves? Yeah. Well, in my Keep It Real Leadership program, which you had talked about, what we do is we do assessments around values. What are your values? Mm -hmm. I truly believe decisions are made based on your values, which is your guiding light. So if you're not clear about your top, uh, say five values, well, then you're lost right there because you're not going to be able to make those difficult, you know, those mm -hmm. difficult decisions. Um, we look at internal barriers. What has stopped you before? Where, you know, do you think, oh my goodness, I'm on a roll. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, you hit that brick wall. We do that. We look at accomplishments, things that you've done in the past that you're really proud of, and then take those accomplishments and and what competencies did you use with them? And then we always um, look at competencies that you need to develop. So, so within the Keep It Real Leadership Program, we have five different assessments that we go through in order for people to start going, oh, this is who I am. And I always say, at this point in time, don't think about who you want to be. Think about who you are now so we really can build a development plan that works for you. Yeah, I think often when I have done some work with people, right, is especially around things like values, it's the values they think they want to have as opposed to the values that they do have. Yes. And what I hear you say is it's really important to get clear on who you are today in this moment at this stage in your career based on all the experiences you've had, both good and bad, Yes. right, to help you move forward, to help you engage. Yes. So... When you take people through this and you start to work them from like a early manager to like a, a new front end, frontline supervisor, right up the management to director to leadership. One of the things that I recognize is that it is a pipeline 
And that we need to think about what are the different skills from a leadership perspective or even a management perspective. How do you help people or organizations recognize and put that thought process together? Yeah. Well, what happens in those particular instances, Nancy, it's really up to the organization to recognize, again, what is our leadership model and how are they going to move people through it? It's at that point we can take this information, work with the individual, and then build the plan as they continue to grow within their um, their own career. It's different for every single organization because some people are going to have a, a really good, strong leadership development um uh, strategy. Others are going to be like, whoa, we don't even know what you're talking about here. And so it, it really is so dependent on that organization. Um, but the whole idea is how do we integrate who this employee is and what that culture of the organization is to bring them through so that they can continue to grow in the leadership mindset of the organization. And everyone's different because leadership there's no one leadership. I mean, if you go on Google and say, give me the best leadership models or the best leadership books, 50 are going to come up in no time. So it really is so individual, not only to the person, but to the organization. Yeah, um, I, I like that perspective because I hear a lot lately about servant leadership and leading from behind. But at times as a leader, you have to stand in front Right? You can't just sit back and be like, okay, I'm just going to yeah. delegate everything and hope they figure it out. Right? There's, there's a point in time where you have to step up yeah. and own that role and set that vision and set that direction mm -hmm. to move people forward. So as a company is trying to figure out what leadership model, what philosophies they want, do you help facilitate them through thinking that plan through that process through? You know, I can, and it all depends where they are. And it all depends, Nancy, on their commitment to it. And so um, the, 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 what I like to be able to do is we can, when we start with the Keep It Real Leadership Program, that begins to give them a flavor and a taste. What does leadership mean in that type of thing? Once we get through that, then we can start to have the different conversation about, okay, now that we know this and we've put maybe two or three cohorts through this, what are we going to do with it? And how are we going to keep this growth going? So that's where I come in and begin again, once we have a foundation uh, and then I can take what they have and then we can start thinking about next steps around that. Yeah, that's like, it's, it's a great way, right? You've got to give them a base level of knowledge, a base level of consideration and those types of things. Yes. When you look at organizations, I'm going to throw a couple of questions out here that we yes, <laughs> Um, But what are a couple of the myths or misunderstandings that people have around leadership? Pipeline. <laughs> Where do I begin? Um, <laughs> Here, we'll fill like another hour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is one. Let's start with the basics. And the other part is what we talked about. You know, okay, you're smart. Nancy, you're really a smart engineer. Therefore, you're going to be a really great leader. No. And, and, and we're not preparing people. So, you know, the myth of leadership is that anybody can do it. 
It is absolutely not true that without training. Now, do I think 99% of the population can be a leader? I do, as long as they get right the, the proper training and understand where they're headed and understand those gaps. So, so my, the biggest myths are first, that they have a bench strength, which most companies don't. Second, that anybody can become a leader. And third, that they'll figure it out as they go without having a plan in place. And if you don't have a plan in place, we all know what happens with that. And, and then all of a sudden you're running and you're trying to catch up instead of being prepared and having people ready to go. So that puts an enormous amount of stress on the organization. It puts an enormous amount of stress on the individual because now we're asking you to pivot and do something different. And oh, by the way, figure it out yourself. So who has time? I mean, in this day and age, who has time? So so those are just three of the myths that, that yeah. that's it. Yeah, I, I think those are really good myths, right? Is we get into this, we we hear so much through social media yeah. that everyone is a leader, everyone can be a leader, but there are those requirements yes. that you have, it's a skill, right? Mm -hmm. And so anyone can learn the skill, mm -hmm. but if you don't invest in them and if you don't, even in yourself, as somebody on management, invest in your leadership skills, mm -hmm. you will never grow that pipeline. You will never create that bench strength that you need to move up. And I've seen some like incredible stats on the lack of bench strength right at the moment in leadership. And so organizations really need to invest and focus on this. So Karen, you have a really great offer called Be the Leader Only You Can Be, 12 Tips. Mm -hmm. Can you share us a little insight into what that is if people click the link to yeah. pick it up? Love that idea. Yeah, what it is is, um, again, we've been talking about leadership and these are just common sense things and we bucket them in, in four different um, um, areas and you look at them and you read them and I have to tell you, you'll read them and you'll go, yeah, okay, yeah, oh, I can do that. And and so it, it's a way, if they're short, they're uh, memorable, and it's a way for you to begin thinking about leadership when you really might not think you have been thinking about leadership. And then you read them and you're like, oh, I do that. Oh, I don't do that. Oh, oh, kind of do that. But it gets you your appetite for what can you do as a leader and, and what are some little nuggets to be able to get you to start thinking about them? Yeah, so I love that our speakers are sharing with you some of their best tips. And Karen, putting this little a gift together for you. I encourage you all to click the link in the show notes to get it because when you take all of these ideas, right, and you start to choose one, I encourage you to click the link, download it, look at it. And what I'd love to see you do is post a comment below as to what is one thing on that list that you're already doing as a leader mm. that says, yes, I've got this one, right? This one feels yeah. good and I'm comfortable with. Yeah. And then I encourage you to allow yourself to be a little vulnerable and click the and post what is one thing that you're like, oh, I need to work on that. Mm. I need to yeah. develop that. That is where I'm going to do. Because employee engagement is doesn't start with the employees. It starts with you mm. as leaders, as managers, as HR professionals 
who are trying to create this amazing culture in your organization. And so if you don't think about it with yourself first, then you won't expect, you can't expect your team to do it. So Karen, I'm curious, as we start to round this show out, what is one thing that we haven't discussed that you think leaders is important for leaders to know and own um, as part of their role? Um, I think it's really important for leaders to be honest with themselves and recognize that we're smart. I'm smart. Nancy, you're smart. And I don't know everything and you don't know everything. And if I want to truly be a leader that makes a difference and has an impact, I have to look inside and I have to think about myself and where I am and think, you know what, I I need to be a little vulnerable here and I really need to do a deep dive in why is it important that I become the leader only I can be and what am I going to do about it? So, so you kind of have to hold up a mirror and say, am I seeing the same things that other people are? Maybe yes, maybe no. Wonderful. So Karen, if people want to work with you, how do they get a hold of you? Well, um, they can go on my website, peoplethink.biz, and they can email me. You can set up a a discovery call right on the website. And my email is kcolligan, C-O-L-L-I-G-A-N, at peoplethink.biz, B-I-Z. And there's all kinds of goodies on my website. I've got the Let's Talk Leadership, where I have um, spoken to over 50 leaders and oh, I asked them the same six questions. My first question is, how do you define leadership? I have had over 50 responses that are completely different. And then there's a ton of blogs and it's all free. So just go play around on there and take whatever you need. Awesome. All of that will be in the show notes below. So it will be easy for you to access. And I encourage you, reach out, connect with these speakers Because there's some tidbit, there's some speaker that I'm sure that you have resonated with that you're like, aha, I've got something. I want to move forward in that direction. Because the goal of this event is to help you increase engagement in your organization. And engagement doesn't just stand with the employees who are at the the contributor level. It is engagement all the way through your leadership pipeline to the top of your organization. So as leaders, are you showing up as the best versions of yourself, the most powerful versions that you authentically can be? I wanna thank you for taking the time. I wanna thank Karen for being here, sharing her insights and wisdoms on leadership. And I encourage you to reach out, connect, and become the best leader that you can be. Cheers and have a great day.